Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here he is, our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Shaldone. Hello there, sir. Good day to you. Happy winter. <laughs> yeah, how we doing? Okay. Staying warm, you know. <laughs> it's a funny thing, like in the Northeast, depending on where you're listening, I think a lot of the country got a storm. A lot? A lot. But um, it's cold here, you know, and we've it had these cold. mild winters. I'm kind of used to living in, like, Fort Lauderdale. But now, no, no, no. No, it's chilly. It's all right, though. It's all good, thanks. We've been spoiled. We're big into telethon mode, Sheldon. You know, the yes, that's coming up soon. Yep. CFN telethon is just yep. like, I don't know, three weeks away. And that's like, we're yep. the literally the last telethon there is. It's kind of funny. It, it is kind of funny, but it yeah. is for a good cause. And I got my email already about being invited on. There you go, uh, But, you know, it's funny because it does uh, it does connect you with the viewers and connects you with the people. Because it's a nice thing. To, to see who, you know. Yeah, everybody nice really thing. is that's listening. It's like, you know, we always wonder, is there anybody out there? That's why we love it. Yeah, it's beautiful to see. I love that kind of yeah. stuff, you know? I was um, down at the uh, nursing home visiting my dad the other day, you know? Mm -hmm. And this lady was saying to me, I'm going to be dying soon. And I'm trying to evaluate my life. Do you have any advice for me, Monsignor? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean you're going to be dying? She goes, well, I'm a, I'm 100 years old. I said, oh, my God, God bless you. Yeah. And be honest with you, the lady did pass away. She's not; she's gone now. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing is, I said, you know what you got to do? You got to pray and ask God to give you some vision. And to, like what you kind of, all these beautiful accomplishments in your life. I think that's what we're, mm -hmm. we're talking about, searching for meaning. Yep. I mean, you don't have to wait till you're 100 to do this. No. But I think it's a great idea to be able to look back and think about your life. And that's exactly what we're going to take a look at today on the show. You know, I think about that. Like, you look back, Sheldon, we've done a lot, you know, in all, all of our lives. I mean, I no matter no matter all, what your age is, right? No, you do. You know, when you look back, and I was, I was doing that the other day, you've done a lot. All of us have done a lot. When you yeah. look back and, you know, your first jobs, your first loves, first fights, first this, first that. Yeah, of course. You know, and it's kind of funny when you talk, you know, I have younger nieces and nephews in now. And when you talk to them, it's like you realize what your parents knew. I have yeah. so much more experience than you. Let me give it to you. But, uh, you know, everybody struggles and has to find their own way. And that's kind of what I guess kills parents a lot is when you try to help your kids and you see them make the same mistakes that you made. No, absolutely. It's, it's a no. good thing to be able to look back and think about it, but also, mm -hmm. you know, again, to use the resources that we've been given by God yep. in our lives like our parents. That's a good thing. Yep. I'm also turning to this idea. You want to search for meaning, mm -hmm. meaning and prayer and faith are kind of cousins. So like, yeah. that's where we kind of find that stuff. It can't, it can't happen by writing down a list of things you've done, people you've met, jobs you had. That's yeah. not going to really yeah. be the meaning. It's going to be things you did, but that's not going to be the meaning. Mm -hmm. The meaning is going to be like underneath all of that. Like it's kind of digging below that and saying, wow, like where was God in the midst of all that? Where were you? Yeah. And then, then you start to realize, you say, wait a minute, you know what? I wasn't alone, man. It was a good thing. Uh -huh. You think of some of the worst moments, they turn out to be pretty good. Like I think of Sandy, you're yeah. destroying homes, destroying my home. And then you like, well, what now, you know? And then ultimately, like, great people come forward, great memories come forward. It's yep. not about a storm anymore. It's about recovery. It's about hope. Mm -hmm. No, the same thing when somebody passes, you know, which is devastating. But it's that same thing. People come together to, to help support you and give you hope through that. That's the story of 9-11, too. Same thing. The yep. greatness that comes from tragedy. That's how hope lives. And that's what we're kind of talking about. The gift of searching for meaning, finding hope in the midst of our lives, digging below achievement and finding what meaning is all about. That's what we're doing on Religion and Rock today. Join us for that crazy journey. Get ready. Here's Zebra to start us off. It's called Who's Behind the Door?
We sailed away We walked two thousand miles And then we slipped away We looked so hard But couldn't seem to find Just what the world was for Now we know
there are a number of old game shows that used to talk about who's behind the door, you know? I think about uh, Let's Make a Deal at the end, curtain number one, curtain number two, or curtain number three. There was a show, The Dating Game. Remember, you didn't know who was on the other side. You just spoke to them, and then you found out the truth. I think part of it is living with mystery. That's part of our life. Part of the spirituality of our life is living with the mystery of faith. Faith means that not everything is, you know, scientifically proven. It's about that hunch. It's about that feeling deep inside. It's about that confidence we have that knowing God is with us. So it's not always, you know, knowing what's behind the door, knowing what's next. But sometimes it's the hunch. Sometimes it's that which comes from prayer, that which comes from reflection, and also that which comes from experience, right? And we have that ability to say, yeah, you know what, this is what's good for me, and this is what's not good for me. But ultimately in life, we have to be able to live with mystery. Mystery is not easy, and it's something a lot of people don't like. But in a sense, there's something beautiful about it, because it's the sort of unexpected where God can work in our lives and really help us to grow and understand ourselves in the midst of this kind of complicated and mysterious world, to say the least. Here's David Bowie. This is called Changes. so sweet so I turned myself to face me but I've never caught a glimpse how the others must see the faker I'm much too fast to take that test change The best. 
Bowie changes. You know, recently my 88-year-old dad moved from one room to another in the nursing home. The rooms are basically pretty much the same, give or take, you know? And it was a big change for him, though. Like, those kinds of changes are very jarring. Like, you're moving your life, and it was hard for him to deal with. Now, you might look at it at the outside and say, what's well, the same room? What's the difference? It's just down the hallway. But the reality is, like, all change is difficult for us, right? No matter how small, no matter how big, no matter how we perceive it or don't, it's still a big thing. And it's about being able to deal with change in our lives. And I think we need a spirituality that adapts to change. You know, hopefully we're not the same people we were in eighth grade. Hopefully we kind of grew up and things change and we feel a little bit more mature. We feel a little more steady. Those kinds of things help us to deal with life, help us to deal with the changes in life so that we don't crash and burn time and time again. But in fact, we recognize that God is with us even in those changes. Changes throw us off, right? And they make us feel kind of uncomfortable and things, you know, kind of upset us sometimes. Think about your morning routine. You change it just a little bit and all of a sudden the whole day is thrown off. It's an amazing reality. Like humans are really creatures of habit. And when we have a change in something in our lives and some kind of meaning changes, hey, I always did it this way. Now I have to do it that way. It's a big thing. We need God's help to help us through that. That's for sure. Here's Dave Matthews band, Funny the Way it is. Lying in the park on a beautiful day, sunshine in the grass, and the children play. Sirens passing, fire engine red. Someone's house is burning down on a day like this. The evening comes out. So close 
time and never catch her But it can't stop trying Matthew's band, you know, it's kind of funny. It is true. Like sometimes you just have to laugh, right? Sometimes we look at something in our lives or we're looking for some kind of meaning in our lives and you just kind of have to laugh. Like if you know yourself pretty well, you know how you'll be. You know what pushes your buttons. Like I don't like to drive in bad weather. I don't like to drive in the snow. And when I see snow coming, even like in a long distance weather report, right? They'll say, well, you know, maybe two weeks from now there'll be snow. I'll say, oh, you know what's going to happen? I know I'll have a funeral that day. I'm going to have to travel to the cemetery. I know what's going to happen. And I worry about things that are not even reality. Like I don't have a funeral coming up. I mean, two weeks in the future, you can't tell a funeral, right? First of all. Secondly, like how do I know it's going to snow? Third, how do I know I'm going to say it? Like it's just this crazy stuff that we get ourselves into. To sometimes I'm laughing thinking about it that sometimes in our lives we're our own worst enemies sometimes it's about letting things happen letting things be the way they're going to be so that we don't get all caught up in the anxiety of our lives and the anxiety of the future it's sort of about the importance of living in the presence and that's really what helps us so much if we live in the present we can kind of take things as they come planning for the future but kind of take things as they come and some things maybe can actually roll off our back I know that's hard to believe for me but if they can it would be great so that we can kind of live with things and roll with it a little bit and you know God's going to get us through that's the bottom line that's the promise here's the wallflowers God says nothing back
I hear that song and you say, Monsignor, Jim, God says nothing back. This is religion and rock. Yeah, I know. But sometimes in our prayer life, you know what? It seems a little quiet, doesn't it? It seems a little quiet. And I always say to myself, that's not God not not saying something back. It's me not listening well enough. It's me not going deep enough. It's me not looking hard enough in this world for the answers to my prayers. And that's part of the reality in our lives. You know, we don't have a silent God. We have a God who's present, a God who's in our lives. But we have to be tuned in to being able to find that presence of God. Now, now and then it happens where it's so darn obvious. You say, well, obviously, God sent this person into my life. I love this person more than I loved anybody ever. And you say, yeah, it's easy to see that. Other times in our lives, you know, we look up and we say, why? Like, why does a young person pass away so suddenly, you know, for no good reason? Like, why? And those kinds of things, I think, ultimately might not get the answer. It's part of the mystery I talked about before. But the reality is there's a certain consolation. I can give you one short example. My sister died when I was a little guy. I was in eighth grade. She was in fourth grade. She died. I couldn't figure that out for most of my life. Then later on, as I become a priest, I get invited to celebrate many, many funerals of young people. Why is that? 
Well, maybe because I walked that road, maybe because I have that experience of loss where I'm able to help others now in an experience of loss of a young person. So you never know how it's going to go. And it's about that openness to sometimes give something that really has no meaning, that can't figure it out, meaning because of the gift of faith in our lives. Here's Duran Duran. This is called All You Need Is Now.
I'm not seeing you, Jim. You're listening to Religion and Rock. We're talking about searching for meaning. All you need is now. Truth of the matter, we really need to live in the present. If we want to look for meaning in our lives, you can't look to the past because that's over. And you really can't think about the future so much because we don't really know. So it's about finding meaning right now where we're, we are standing right now and how we're using our gifts right now. And that's why it's good, I think, every now and then to sort of do like a, an inventory now and then and say, listen, these are the gifts, God, that I have. These are the gifts I think you gave me. Are there some others? Can I dig some more up? Or am I using them well? And can I use them for something else? Is there something else you need me for here? Is there something else I can get involved in? And those kinds of things are important. I find that a lot of people, when they volunteer for something out of the blue, they say, I wanted to volunteer at the parish outreach, helping the poor. And next thing you know, they're kind of catch fire. They catch fire with a love for the poor that they never had before. There's something beautiful about that. And I think that's part of the, the nowness of our lives that we're called to live in. Here's Cinderella, Nobody's Fool. Count the four. 
Cinderella, nobody's fool. In our lives, sometimes we do become a fool, right? We fool ourselves. We try to fool other people. And I think something about searching for meaning has to do with authenticity. As I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today, I was thinking about it. It's like about being an authentic person. Not about being a perfect person, but being authentic, being who you really are. I, I find one of the biggest compliments I get when people meet me, they'll say, oh, you're just like you are on the radio, Monsignor, or you're just like you are on TV. Well, yeah, I guess that's all I can be, right? I can't be a faker. I can't be a, you know, some kind of actor. No, you know, I am just who I am. That's it. And I think that's being nobody's fool. I mean, it's not faking out anybody. It's not trying to be something you're not. It's just about being who you are and recognizing that God called you to that. So that's an important part of spiritual life is to be able to embrace like who you are, how God created you, and to be able to develop that and pray to rid ourselves of the sin and grow in the virtue. All of that stuff is an important part of our lives. And I think that helps us to be nobody's fool because we're being honest with ourselves and then with the people around us. Here's an old one. I like this one. XTC, the mayor of Simpleton.
the mayor of Simpleton. I remember when that song came out years and years ago. You know, really talk about living a real simple life, like not even thinking about meaning, not even thinking about big thoughts. There's a lot of people, I think, who get through life like that. You know, they just kept, never really gave it a thought. But then now and then, it pops up. Now and then, we don't feel so well, or we're sick, or we're in the hospital, and all of a sudden, it all comes rushing in. Like, boy, what did my life mean? What do I do? What am I doing here? What is the legacy that I'm leaving? Who are the people that I brought into this world, and how am I helping them? What have I done with my gifts? All of those major questions come up. And that's why I find if we're asking those questions kind of all along, in those moments, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. You know, say, well, I've given a lot, you know, to God and I want to give him more. And I'm here, Lord, you know, whatever you need from me, you got, you know, those kinds of things to be able to come into God's presence regularly. That's prayer, right? And, and offer ourselves, offer our gifts and ask God to help us. That's such an important give and take because I think it's there for us when bad things happen to us, when difficult things happen to us. And we, we're not just too simple to even think the big thoughts. We think the big thoughts and that's a major help in the difficulties of life. Here's Genesis talking about today, boy, Land of Confusion.
Well, it certainly is a land of confusion, isn't it? Sometimes uh, things are more complicated than they've ever been. And even in our lives, like, you know, you think about, like, no matter how old you are, if you think about 10 or 20 years, like, life was different than it is now. And even the advent of the electronic world, right, the internet world, this other world that we live in now is incredible. Like, I can think back when I first came became a priest, there were no cell phones, there were no computers. And now, you know, that's all we live by, right? It's incredible to see how that is. Like, I live in this generation now that actually has seen the advent of a whole new technology. Now we have AI, artificial intelligence knocking at the door. And the Pope has appointed people to take a look at this and say, like, what is this? Is this bad for us? It doesn't sound good. You know, all of these things are such an important thing for us to take a look at in our lives because it can get a little confusing because as technology develops, as different things develop, we have to ask ourselves the hard questions and say, is this good for us or is it bad for us? We might be able to do it. Does that mean it's a good thing? You know, I read an article the other day about like, can brains be transplanted? What? No thanks, you know? It's kind of an interesting thing. Like, as we look at this stuff, like, everything becomes a possibility, and it can really leave us confused. It's about the simple, beautiful things that God has given us and the, the gift of mercy and love and forgiveness, I think, that gets th us through it all and helps us with this confusing land we live in these days. Here at the Foo Fighters, it's called All My Life. Something, something never comes, never leads to nothing, nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close, closer to the prize at the end of the rope. All night long, I dream of the day, when it comes around and it's taken away, leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most, feel it come to life when I see your ghost. I'm gonna make you 
searching for something Something never comes, never leads to nothing Nothing satisfies, but I'm getting close Closer to the prize at the end of the rope All night long, I dream of the day When it comes around and it's taken away Leaves me with the feeling that I feel the most Feel it come to life when I see your ghost Then I'm done, done, all of the next one done I could say, well, you know, here's what you do, and that's how you find meaning in life. No, it is kind of an all-my-life situation. It is a lifelong journey, but there's something beautiful about that journey because we don't do it alone. We do it with the people who have gone before us. We do it with the people who will walk after us, and it's sort of like that never-ending chain of meaning. So we recognize that, and we're part of that, you know? We're part of bringing meaning to the world and to our families and to our neighborhoods and even to our own lives, and other people did it before us, and people will do it after us. That's all part of this chain that we belong to. So yeah, it's something bigger than us, but it's something beautiful too because God is in that and asking us to kind of be in his presence be with me because I will help you walk through this I love you and I care for you and I want to be with you that kind of give and take is the stuff that gives meaning and that's the kind of stuff that helps us not just through crises but all of our lives in the good and the bad every single day it's such a big difference here's Bruce Springsteen this is called Dancing in the Dark Start a fire. You can't start a 
There's Bruce Springsteen dancing in the dark. You know, when you think about it, all of us in all of our lives, not just Bruce, we're dancing in the dark all the time, right? We're looking around. We're trying to find meaning. We're trying to find that which is going to satisfy. That's which is going to give us like a rootedness in our life that says, yeah, this is the right thing. I've been doing the right thing all along. We want that kind of affirmation. We want that kind of hope. It's there. But we do dance in the dark a little bit. It's about getting comfortable with mystery and things that are not always going to be there right in front of our face. It's about being comfortable with who we are and saying, this is a gift from God. Even though other people may look at it as I'm, I'm crazy, but it's a gift from God. Our lives are a gift from God. The people in our lives, the same. The gifts we've been given, all we give praise to God for those gifts. It's all about that. So we do a little more dancing in the dark. We keep looking and we find that meaning in our lives that God's called you and I to that's ultimately going to bring us satisfaction. been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Flaun. It's engineered and produced by the great man of meaning, Stephen Chaldone. Have a wonderful week, everyone, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>